Prime time with Blair and RV on Classic Rock 98.1. A million dollar question here, RV, is how many parents, after loads of frustration and angst and worry and wonder, uh, are going to be at some point marking their kids absent from online learning when they're not because of this announcement? We are going to ask in the Southern Ontario that uh, instead of opening up to in-class on the 11th, and I know this is a tough one. It's tough for everybody. And we know those parents who have worked hard at this and having the virtual learning is not easy. So that's why we're deferring in-class attendance, not closing schools, for another two weeks in Southern Ontario so we can get these other things in place. That is uh, Dr. David Williams, Ontario's Chief Medical Officer of Health. What you don't know is that we had to edit that down because he rambled and rambled and rambled and couldn't get to the announcement that we all dreaded. Online learning going to be continuing for uh, a couple more weeks, Blair. And I know uh, you just mentioned parents have become frustrated yesterday. Three days in. Three days in. Holy smokes. Like yesterday. This seems to be like the common complaint amongst parents is they're just overworked. They're burnt out. I'm going to be honest with you. Yesterday, I I, I marked Desmond absent. So I, so I asked the question there, like how many people are going to do it? And, and you did yeah. it on, on day two. Desmond was uh, Desmond's been doing really good, and you know what? Like our kids, Blair, you, they're in JK. This has been a hell of a year for kindergarten students who are just starting school and being thrust into this world of the, as Desmond says it, the coronavirus. Uh, but I was just, I, I was like, do you want to have a, a Daddy Desmond day? He's like, yeah, heck like, yeah. So we just, uh, I just marked him absent, and and you know what, Laura, uh, my lovely to. wife, she and I, here's the thing, I don't think anybody blames you. Laura's out of work right now because uh, salons are closed. She's a she's a hairstylist, and she looked at me, and she's been dealing with Veda, and who equally has been doing well. But it's just like a lot of like back and forth oh, on yeah. the iPad. You're logging on to Google Meet. You're following this well prepared schedule on the part of your Thames Valley District School Board teacher, right? Like they, they're it's all a long doing, day. It's a long day, but and they've all done a great job preparing it. But like when you're a parent who, who's trying to work, or in this case, Laura's got twin boys running around the background while I'm here at the studio with you. It's just like. I think any parents like might have to check that absent box at some point to give myself a break. Oh. Like the weekend alone is not enough. Yeah. All right. Like Desmond has to check in at, at 9 a.m. and 1 p.m. each day, which is okay. You're telling me Veda's like in and out throughout the day from like 9 until like the bell rings after 3.30. Well, yeah, not quite. It, it goes, I think the last thing goes until about 2.30. That's yeah. a long day to be just sitting there and trying to engage with the computer screen, man. Yeah, like it, she's on and off three or four times and then you got to do projects in between. It's like, holy smokes. It's, yeah. it's, it's a lot. And I can't imagine like, you know, if you've got a kid, like with all due respect to, to kindergarten, Who's, who's, like, in the midst of, like, trying to learn long division or something. You know what I mean? Like, something that's, like, higher up there on the learning scale rather right. than just, like, oh, is this a triangle or a square? You know, like... Fractions. Yeah. All that stuff. Never like those. You know what's awful? I feel really bad for these kids because when we were kids, we could have a sick day. Now, going forward for the rest of humanity, they're never going to be able to stay at home and watch movies all day. They'll be forced onto the computer to do online learning. Oh, my internet's down. Too bad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Here's the data on my phone. Get to work. Primetime with Blair and Darby on Classic Rock 98.1. This is a show that's trending inside the Netflix top 10 right now that I discovered earlier this week. And this is right up my alley because my wife Megan says, you need a swear jar. 
the thing is with radio, we can't swear on the air. So once I go home, obviously, you know, mindful around the kids and stuff like that. Oh, but, you gotta be. Oh, I swear a lot. This show, Blair, uh, went up on Netflix this week, and it's hosted by Nicolas Cage. And it's basically, it's a history lesson that uh, explores the origins, pop culture usage, science, and cultural impact of curse words. And I gotta say, the, the first episode, Blair, my favorite swear word. Of all the swear words in the English language, none is as malleable as f- <laughs> It's capable of expressing the full range of human emotion. The pain, the wonder, the unlawful carnal knowledge. I've had it with these mother snakes on this mother plane. F- you, f- you, f- you. You are one ugly mother You have insulted me for the last time. you, that's my name. Oh, man. Don't waste my mother Time. We'll do it live. Oh, the count in that show for swear words has got to be into the thousands. By the way, if swearing isn't your thing, then this specific segment might not be the thing for you. Because I know that you've also got a clip here uh, of later on in the episode. And I happened to catch episode one after you yeah. recommended it. And and based, I'll say this too, based on RV's recommendation. Yeah, go check it out. It is worth the watch. Where uh, Jim Jeffries makes an appearance. <laughs> yeah, talking about the family tree of the F word. This may be the greatest greatest thing you'll ever hear there's so many different ways to talk about like you have the family tree where meets mother and those two and they have a boy now he never gets married because he's always around but he had a one and a nut with his absolute fiend brenda they all the mother brother uncle was a real sick but he put them in their wills so the little get to run around with a ton of money then there's the other side of the family but they're all anyway oh i i was on the couch like heaving in laughter at that part and uh my wife's looking over at me saying are you okay and i said i love jim jeffries that may be the funniest clip i've seen in a long time and it really gets into like the depth of the word uh, obviously, the F word being the first one in the series, and it talks about, like, did it actually come from, what was that acronym, fornicate under consent of the king? Somehow, it's actually both entertaining and educational. If you're looking to watch a new <laughs> show this weekend on Netflix, uh, check out the history of swear words. Primetime with Blair and Darby. On Classic Rock 98.1. Football playoffs are here, baby. What's up? Super wild card weekend, and the New Orleans Saints, Blair, going to be taking on the Bears in their wild card round matchup this Sunday. So head coach of the Saints, Sean Payton, he's got this absolutely wacky idea on how, in the times of COVID, to fill up the iconic Superdome with 70,000 fans. And it's so crazy, it just might work. Well, this is wild. Sean Payton said, quote, I brought up the idea of testing 50,000 people and quarantining them in a hotel and having the most safest Superdome known to man. Scientifically, bust them in, test them every day, and you've got a COVID-free facility. He says, I don't know. He thinks it's possible, but he doesn't know if it can take off or not. I don't know if you can, like, trying to get 50,000 people to simultaneously isolate for 14 days. I I love this is what I love the fact that he's he's floating it out there and he's ambitious and he wants it to happen. But can you trust everybody to do it? I I just don't know because like that'll become a super spreader in like no time flat. 
Well, the Bills, who are uh, in the playoffs for the first time in eternity this weekend, taking on the Indianapolis Colts. Think about how cool this week would be. for. There's a lot of Bills fans in the area. If you're a Bills fan, getting to go quarantine for 14 days in, like, a team hotel and, like, have this huge, basic party at the end and getting to watch the game. Like, could you imagine yourself doing that over at New Era Field in Buffalo? Like, that would be absolutely <laughs> amazing. But... Uh, is it feasible? Like, that would be so much money. It would be a ton of cash, wouldn't it? And, like, the leagues are already losing so much money as it is with the lack of ticket sales. But I don't know, man. It may be a pipe dream, but it also, it just, it may be possible. I don't, that's, uh, I mean, and what happens if, like, well, I, this is what I basically picture, is that 50,000 people quarantine and they're able to pull that off. And then all of a sudden, like, Drew Brees comes down with the vids and the game gets canceled. <laughs> that would just be what? just a deflator. It would be. I don't know. Maybe it's something they can work up to for the Super Bowl. Because, like, I still I can't imagine watching the Super Bowl without any fans. It would just be straight out plain weird. Primetime with Blair and Darby on Classic Rock 98.1. A lot of Londoners asking as the vaccine has made its way into the city and frontline health, uh, frontline workers uh, starting to receive it. Whether or not, like, in the future, for example, RV, you'll have to provide, like, some sort of proof that you got mm-hmm. it. Yeah, Laura is joining us right now on the Unlimited Home Theater Rock Line at 519-679-3733. Laura's a, a frontline worker and one of the first in London to get the COVID-19 vaccine. Laura, how are you feeling so far? Yeah, I'm fine. It's just like a flu shot. It, your arm is a little sore in the spot. Um, they suggested just keep your arm moving so it doesn't settle in the muscle. So you, yeah, haven't, I, you, ha- you haven't contracted some other disease that Bill Gates wanted to give you? No. <laughs> no. I did, though, um, because when this all first came down, I, I was nervous about it, just probably like everybody else. Um, I had a friend uh, that was at St. Joe's in pharmacy for like almost 30 years. So I said, hey, look up the ingredients. Tell me what this thing is. And she said to me she liked the Pfizer one better. That's just, I'm, I'm not saying anything here but and that's the one i ended up getting so i was happy with that so you actually have a choice of which one you want to get no no you don't whatever's available they 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 hand you the sheet and it tells you what one you got so so is there once you get vaccinated uh do they give you proof of vaccination how is that issued uh yeah they gave me a little card interesting so i wonder now too like if moving forward you know once everybody's kind of vaccinated or the world starts kind of get going again if, if we'll have to offer that up as some sort of proof if we want to get together in like a large group maybe at a concert or a movie theater oh for sure for sure and i'm missing concerts so yeah (laughs) (laughs) yes i want to see the rolling stones again hopefully you know we can get back to some sense of normal within this year but i got my second shot on the 20th so yeah i'm just hoping it works I can update you if I've grown horns then. (laughs) (laughs) Just like a flu shot. Um, I I also thought, like, back when they got the polio, people then didn't know what it was, and look at the millions it saved. So, hey, I got to have a little faith, and uh, yeah. Well, you deserve a drink or two this weekend. Oh, yeah, I'm going to have some whiskey. (laughs) Yes, there we go. (laughs) Oh, so good to have you on the show today. Thank you so much. Have a great weekend. Stay safe. Prime time with Blair and RV on Classic Rock 98.1.